your spirit be with us. be my strength. Come now.
let the church say amen. From the gospel as recorded by St. Matthew. St. Matthew chapter 11. We begin our reading with verse 1. Matthew 11, beginning with verse 1. These are the words that you find. And it came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his 12 disciples, he departed thence to teach and preach in their cities. And when John had heard in prison that the works of Christ, the prison of the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered, said unto them, Go and show John again those things which you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the death hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. Amen. <clears throat> I want just for a few minutes, I want to talk from this subject. I want to talk about failed expectations. <clears throat> failed expectations. <clears throat> this morning, I want to speak a word to those who may be growing a little weary of the life situations that we are finding ourselves in right now. As I near 70 years of life, I must say that I don't remember a year that has brought more challenges than 2020 at least not more challenges all at the same time. Just this year, we find ourselves living under the threat of a pandemic that we have not been able to corral. Just this year, we've seen an uptick in racial animus. Just this year, we've seen millions put out of work and no other means to support their families. In just this year, as of a couple of days ago, not, not one, but two hurricanes heading into the Gulf Coast at the same time. No matter how much faith you have, 
something inside of you has got to be asking God what's going on. No matter how close you walk with him, right now some questions have to be roaring up in your mind. Lord, what's happening? And that's totally human. It's a totally human response. This is one of those times, this is one of those times, my brothers and sisters, when I find myself looking toward heaven and asking, Lord, what's going on? I know that we are good Christians. I know that we've been taught all of our lives that you don't question God. But I've grown to a point where I realize that God is not bothered by our questions. As long as we are not bothered by the fact that he answers when he gets ready. Are y'all hearing me? And even then, even then, it may not be the answer that you were looking for. I'm I'm beginning, I'm bringing this up this morning. I'm bringing this up this morning because there just might be somebody, somebody who is listening to me that might be somebody who, who, who may be approaching that point right now. We've been watching all of this calamity all year long. And you have sort of thought that by now God would have stepped in. You have sort of thought that by now God by now would have done something to indicate a turn. At least we thought that he would do something about that blasphemous crank in the White House. We, what in the world is going on? God, what are you waiting on? And my brothers and sisters, as normal as it is for those kinds of questions to enter into our mind, we have to be careful lest those questions and thoughts lead us to begin to wonder about Jesus. We have to be careful lest they cause us to wonder and question whether or not he's really who we think he is. We have to be careful because our thinking, our thinking starts to move if he is who we think he is. He has the power to turn all this around. Are y'all hearing me? If he is who we think he is, Right will win and justice will roll down like a mighty stream. But the question that is slowly taking over, taking us over is, God, where are you? We've been telling the world about you. We've been telling everybody that you are working it out. We've been telling everybody that you are a bridge over troubled water. We've been talking to everybody, telling everybody that you make ways out of no way. Lord, we love you. We adore you and we acknowledge that nobody can do us like you can, but like like your forerunner John, we just need to be assured. Are y'all hearing me? Are you the one? Or shall we look? For another. This passage here signals that John the Baptist 
seem to be dealing with the same feelings we're dealing with right now. Signals that he, he's dealing with the same kind of feeling of disappointment that we might be feeling right now. He is sitting in prison. Yeah, because he has the audacity and the holy boldness to call out wickedness in high places. And he did it in the authority of Jesus Christ. But now he's in jail. Are y'all hearing me? He's in jail and now he has been there for about 18 months. Are y'all hearing this? So here is John, the cousin and the forerunner of Jesus, sitting in jail for 18 months. Jesus has not been by the sin. And according to the text, he's hearing that the work is still going on. Can you imagine? I, 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 I thought I was a key player. And I'm hearing that the work is still going on without, are y'all hearing me? <clears throat> well, I've always heard and I do believe that one monkey don't stop no show, but a good monkey ought to slow it down. Are y'all hearing me? The work is going on. Now he's in jail. He's been there for all of this time. So, so here John, the cousin, the forerunner of Jesus, John, the one who even before he was born leaped in his mother's womb with joy over the coming, over the news of a coming Savior. The same John, John, the one whose life has been totally consumed with preparing the world for the coming Savior, John. John, the same John, whose whole mission in life was to prepare the way for the Messiah. John, the one who declared that I must decrease so Jesus can increase. Are y'all hearing me? John, the one who drew crowds to the wilderness, preaching repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. But not only is he sold out to the idea of Jesus, as a Messiah and the coming of the new kingdom, but he is convincing other folk to prepare for the coming of the kingdom. But now, he's sending a delegation to Jesus. Same one that's been encouraging everybody else. Same one that's been telling everybody else, but now he's sending a delegation to Jesus with a message. And that message is, are you really the one? Are you really the one or shall we look for another? Now John has often been labeled as a doubter. Many have said that his stay in jail has caused him to start losing faith. But I believe that John really may have been having an identity crisis. Let me explain it to you. After all, I've spent my whole life spreading this message about the coming Messiah and I've introduced him as the Messiah. Yeah, 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 yeah. John is, is the voice 
that the prophet Isaiah talked about crying in the wilderness, making, make straight the way of the Lord. John is the one that has gone about telling everybody, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. John is the one who baptized him and saw the Spirit of God descending yeah, from heaven like a dove resting on his shoulder. John is the one. Are y'all hearing me? John is the one who went about telling everybody, behold, the Lamb of God. So Jesus... If that's not who you are, then I'm confused about who I am. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, if that's not who you are, then I'm not really sure of who I am. If you're not the Christ, then I'm not the forerunner. Are y'all hearing me? I've been fooling myself about being a voice crying in the wilderness. If you're not the Christ, then what have I done with my life? Y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and my sisters, I can feel John. I can feel John because even in my little pitiful life, all that I am, y'all ain't hearing me. All that I am is somehow tied to Jesus and who he, are y'all hearing me? All that I am, he made me. All that I have, he gave me. Without him, I would be nothing. Without him, I would fail. Without him, I would be drifting like a ship without a sail. I believe that John is just disappointed. That this just wasn't turning out the way that he thought that it was going to turn out. And let me just go ahead and point out to everybody in the sound of my voice, if you haven't already figured it out, even when you have committed your life to him, y'all ain't hearing me. Even when you strive to live for him every day, things don't always turn out the way you expect them to turn out. Somehow, a lot of folk make the mistake of thinking that yet yeah, to walk with Jesus is to walk free from trouble. People somehow get it in their minds that to walk with Jesus, it means you're walking free from trials. If I'm on the Lord's side, I, I shouldn't have to face certain storms. If I'm on the Lord's side, I shouldn't have to go through seasons of distress and grief. If I'm on the Lord's side, I ought to be delivered from hardship and pain. But the truth, my brothers and sisters, the truth is uh, that as we travel along this Christian journey, sometimes things don't happen the way we expect them to happen. Here's John, locked up in jail. He's been there. For 18 months and Jesus hadn't been by to see him. He might be tempted to think if, if he is the Messiah, how is it that his forerunner, his friend, his cousin is locked up in jail? And he ain't even sent nobody to check on me. Are y'all hearing me? Not even offered to go my bail. How is it 
that John, thank God, does not sit around allowing his disappointment to fester. Doesn't sit around allowing his disappointment to destroy him. He sends some messengers to Jesus. Are y'all hearing me? He sends somebody to talk to Jesus about it. So many times we got a problem with folk and we talk to everybody but them. But he sends messengers to talk directly to him. And I love that about Jesus. I love that about Jesus. If, if I've got a question, I can ask him. Y'all, I ain't got to be scared. If I got a question, I, I can ask him. If I'm disappointed, I can talk to him about it. When contrary to, when contrary to what, what many believe, it's okay to be mad with God. Y'all hear me? He can take it. Contrary to what many believe, yeah, yeah, God can handle our little anger. So John sends this message. He sends these messengers to Jesus with this question. Are you the one that should come? Or do we look for another? Listen to this. John, who, who's been telling the world about him, but now he's asking Jesus, are you the one? Or should we look for another? So when John's disciples get to where Jesus is and delivers John's message, they get there, they deliver his message. They said, uh, John just wants to know. We are messengers. John just wants to know, are you the one? Or, 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 or do we need to start looking for help somewhere else? Or, are you the one? Or does he look for another? I wonder, is there anybody in the sound of my voice who will admit that you've been to that place? I wonder if there's anybody in the sound of my voice. I, 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 I know I know you don't want nobody else to know it and you ain't got to tell nobody. But will you be honest enough to admit that you've been, you've been to that place? Are y'all here? Not, not really a moment of doubt, but a moment when you needed his assurance. Y'all ain't hearing me. Just, just a moment when I need to feel your presence. I, I need to hear from you. Are y'all hearing me? But look at how Jesus responds. He knew that John was a prophet. Knew that John was a prophet. He knew that John knew the Bible. Knew that John knew the words of the prophets. He knew that John knew Isaiah 35. Isaiah prophesied that the eyes of the blind shall be opened. And the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall a lame man leap like a deer. And the tongue of the mute shall sing for joy. He knew John knew what the word said. He knew John knew Isaiah 61, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good, good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. So since he knew that, 
John knew the word. He knew what the prophets had said. He said, just go back and tell John what you see. Are y'all hearing me? Just, just go back and tell John what you saw. Tell him that the blind are still receiving their sight. Tell him that the lame are still walking. Tell him that the lepers are being cleansed and the deaf here. The deaf here and the dead are raised and the gospel is being preached to the poor. He said, you just go tell him that. And also tell him, blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. That's a strange statement there, isn't it? Blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Let me tell you what he's saying. Let me tell you what he's saying. He's saying, blessed is the man who can trust in me even in the midst of my delays. Blessed is he who, who can trust me even in the midst of disappointment. He's saying, blessed is the man who will trust me even though my ways are hard to understand sometimes. And be honest, brothers and sisters, wherever you are, be honest. Sometimes he is hard to understand. Be honest. My, 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 my aunt, Suni, we call her Aunt Soon, she said hey, God has some curious ways. <laughs> she didn't say curious, she said curious. God got curious ways. He allows storms to rage in your life. Just show, he can show you that I can say peace, be still. He'll let a good friend die just so he can show you I can bring him back to life. He'll stop on the way on an emergency call and ask somebody who touched me. He's got curious ways. Yes, how are we going to feed all these folk when he already knows the answer? He's got some curious ways. He moves in a mysterious way. Don't ever get thrown off, brothers and sisters. Don't ever get thrown off by what things look like. If you don't remember nothing else I said, remember that today. Don't get thrown off by what things look like. Things look sort of bad sometimes. Look like right is yielding the mighty. Looks like the wicked are winning, but don't be thrown off by what things look like. See, in him, what seems like defeat turns out to be victory. And what seems like victory turns out to be defeat. Come here, come here, come here. Let me show it to you. Let me show it to you. Let, let, let it look like, yeah, it looked like victory. Looked like victory for the enemy. When they put a cross on Jesus' shoulders. Looked like victory for the enemy when they put a cross on his shoulder. It looked like victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like uh, he wasn't who he said he was. 
Look at him carrying an old rugged cross. It looked like victory for the enemy when they nailed his hands, when they nailed his feet, when he hung his head and died. It looked like he wasn't who he said he was. But don't worry. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. Don't worry about defeats on Friday. Let me say it one more time. I say, don't worry about defeats on Friday. It's just setting you up for a Sunday morning victory. Well, it's Sunday morning. Oh, yes, he died. Laid him in a borrowed tomb, but early Sunday morning, he got up with all power. All power is in his hands. I don't know why. Are y'all hearing me? I don't know why I have to cry sometimes. I, I, I don't know why I, I have to sigh sometimes, but but there's going to be a perfect day. Y'all ain't hearing me. When trouble gets out of my way, I don't know why, Lord, but I'll find out by and by. I don't know why. My poor heart bleeds sometimes. I don't know why I stand in need sometimes. But there's going to be a perfect day. When trouble gets out of my way I don't know why but I'll find out by and by you know the Lord he moves in mysterious ways his wonders to perform he plants his footsteps out on the sea and he rides on every stone, his ways, they are hard for me to understand sometimes. No matter how hard I try, I don't know why he let some things happen to me. I don't know why, but I'll find out by and by, by and by. When the morning comes, oh, the saints of God getting on, I'll find out. So, all in the, in the by and by. Nobody used words like that but us. In the by and by. We don't worry too much about what's going on right now. We're looking. <laughs> To the by and by. I don't know why, but I'll find out. <clears throat> Y'all help me now. I don't know why I have to cry sometimes. I don't know why. I have to sign sometimes there's gonna be a perfect day when trouble get out of my way I don't know why but I'll find out by and by I don't know why yeah, yes my poor heart bleeds 
sometimes I don't know why, Lord. I stand in need sometimes, but there's gonna be a perfect day when trouble get out of my way. I don't know why, but I find out by and by. You know the Lord, He moves in mysterious ways. He wonders to perform. Steps out on the sea, and he rides, he rides on every storm. Oh, his way is hard for me to understand sometimes, no matter. so much further than any of us and he knows exactly how this thing is going to turn out the good news is that all things every bit of this is working for our good wherever you are today no matter how you're living what kind of life you have 
You're not exempt from what's going on in the world right now. You're facing the same viruses everybody else is facing. When the storms hit, they hit believers and unbelievers. The riots and the meanness that we are seeing, they don't just affect a certain crowd, they affect everybody. And I say that to you because whether you realize it or not, you need a savior. You need a savior. You, you can't weather these storms by yourself. And word of God gives, gives us a clear solution. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Today, this day, he will turn life around for you. Today. If you will just yield to him, he can put, a, he can put an end to your worries right now. And the beauty of it, he can put an end to it and actually put an end to your worry without even taking you out of your storm. I have some witnesses in the sound of my voice that will tell you that you can have peace in the midst of a storm. So today, if you're uncovered, you need to be covered today. If you don't know him, today ought to be the day that you say, I yield to him. I need him. I want him, I yield my life to him as my Lord and my Savior. And if that's you today, if that's you today, I want to give you an opportunity to surrender to him. I'm going to give you an opportunity today. You fought long enough. Right there in the silence of your room, right there, you may be all by yourself. But thank God, that you and him are all that you need right there now. So if you can just surrender to him right now, the door is open. Somebody ought move. All to Jesus. All to Jesus. I surrender. Yeah. <laughs>
let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. We thank God today for just another worship opportunity. We thank God for each one of you, wherever you are, whatever sanctuary you find yourself in, we thank God for you joining in and worshiping together with us. Uh, we want to continue to admonish all of us to just hang in there just a little while longer. Uh, I'm looking and we are uh, we learn that we can't we can't depend on national leadership and seems like we're having trouble even depending on local leadership so so I, I I'm committed to listening to God and uh, he's working it out he's working it out it won't be long it won't be long we are not ready yet but it won't be long I thank you for your patience thank you for your obedience uh, and uh, uh, we'll be talking uh, within the next few months about how we're going to come back and how we're going to how we're going to do this. Let me thank you again for your stewardship. You've been so wonderful. You've been so wonderful in your stewardship and keeping things flowing uh, here uh, in the church building. Uh, when you come back, you're going to see some things that have been done. We have continually work and we continually try to make things better here at the church. Let me also mention, and I have to confess, the Lord had to get me uh, because I, if you remember, our goal that we set was to be debt free in October. That's our goal. Our goal is that we were going to rally, we are going to pull together, and we are going to be debt-free. We would be, ne next year we would be debt-free, but we are going to move it up, and we had said that we were going to do it by October. Well, me and my smart self, I decided since we were in this uh, pandemic, and since we were going through all this, and people are iffy about their jobs and everything is so unstable. I made up the, I made up my mind that I was going to tell you all that uh, maybe we just ought to wait <laughs> and not do that. And I, I almost announced that last week, but the Lord tapped me on the shoulder and said, I didn't say that. <laughs> you didn't even, you didn't even ask me about it. And sometimes we're guilty of trying to help God out. So I'm still claiming victory over debt in October. And I, I just believe, I just believe that some way and somehow God is going to continue to use us. And then we don't know who's listening. We don't know who's on the air. So we invite anybody who's on the, in the air. We, we invite everybody listening uh, God is moving us toward victory over debt, and we'll be debt-free. And I want to invite everybody who's listening, anybody who desires. We're not begging, but we would appreciate your help. So we would ask you to join in, call in, get an address, and we ask that whatever it is that you would do, many had already made pledges. I'm going to keep mine, and there are others who are able to keep theirs. We're going to do this in October. God bless you. 
God keep you. If you have been listening this morning and you have received the Lord Jesus Christ, please make a call to the church office or call a church, a Bible-based, Bible-believing church where you can work, where you can study and grow. Let them know about the decision that you have made today. God bless you. God keep you. Thank our youth praise team today. Thank you all so much. Did an excellent, excellent job. Amen. Amen. Reverend Miles, thank you so much always for all that you do. So good. So good to see. Amen. My deacons are easing back in. I've asked, told them I need some help. And so little by little, they, they, they're taking turns and they're coming to help me. And we thank God for that. Reverend Bush, thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Little Bush, thank you so much. Amen. 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 Curtis Aguil, Usher Bush, thank you so much. <laughs> Amen, amen. What a mighty God we serve. Thank y'all for just being here with us. God bless you. God keep you as our prayer. God be with you till we meet again. Let me thank my children. <laughs> thank y'all so much. They, they, know, they know how much support daddy needs. Thank y'all so much. Now may the grace of God, sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forevermore. Let us all say. There are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m.
It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.